Hey, it's Coco. And Carly. And sometimes at the Scott Shop. And we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint. Through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we're spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. These two, you guys, they're showing me all the TikToks with all the songs and... We don't want to get them singing today. What? That's what that that is what the people want. <laughs> you need to give them what they want, Coco. I, I would love to hear Scott sing. I don't sing. It <laughs> <laughs> could be amazing. Um, we were just chatting, and I know I shared a bit about this on my stories about the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry interview. And I don't normally go into mainstream that much, but. I just want to quickly touch on this. And if you did see it, you know, how did your eyes see it? And kind of the overarching energy with all of that is what I have been saying probably since this podcast started is 3D is crumbling. And if that wasn't an obvious grenade that 3D is crumbling, I don't know what (laughs) is. So When people always ask me, like, Coco, what do you mean 3D is crumbling? That's 3D, okay? So that lineage, that programming, all those, like, things that have been set in the stone for decades, eons, generation, traditions, banks, um, hierarchies. Well, healthcare systems. Healthcare systems, all of that. And, like, we literally have been watching the crumble happen since big time last January 15th there where we had that conjunct. And I just really want you guys to like, if you haven't watched it or watched some of the clips, like there was a lot of really good, um, bombshell drops and they're not even awake and they're using the language like, um, my brother and my dad are trapped and they don't even know it. And I just think so many of us can relate to that is going from asleep to awake to our ascension to this journey. I could definitely say all of us didn't know we were trapped in large portions of our life. And where were we trapped? We were trapped in our humanness. Like we just literally only knew what we knew, which was we are here to live and die. We are here to be entertained. We are here to work, pay bills. Mm -hmm. And to think that there was anything else outside of that was a dream, was a fantasy, was unattainable, you know, for so many of us. And I know me and Scott talk about this a lot as those two small town kids coming from Saskatchewan. Our life now in Kelowna was pretty much impossible when you were growing up. Like that was... until you were like 65 and retiring. Exactly. You know, and as you heard Alexi and Becky on the podcast last week, um, they definitely can speak to their, their, their experiencing that just even with this moon, people are shook Mm -hmm. because you only know what you know. Mm -hmm. And we're really, really waking up to the fact that we are here for more. And this whole episode today, lack of better words is, you know, like a ping pong paddle to the face. Paddle well, to the see, face. That's being nice. I was going to say a butt whooping, <laughs> but I mean, that's very PC of you. <laughs> We're nine days into this awareness month. And Have you noticed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's being pretty upfront lately. And I can say where we're sitting here as the team, it has been since I fully have stepped into Coco, this has been the biggest nine days 
Like that, you know that emoji that's yeah. just eyeballs, like just the eyes, and they're like, <laughs> like that's been the last nine days, just the eyeballs, literally. So I just went in and got some imagery. So I'm gonna start breaking it down. So Carly can have a butt whooping, and I can have a ping pong, and Scott's <laughs> just sitting here in the middle being the referee. Um, the imagery that I got, first of all, I'm gonna start with the one that I got last night, and I had a really, really profound session yesterday really profound session and actually I could cry going into it but I'm not going to and when I came out I looked at Carly and I said that is the nail in the coffin for me in eight days into the awareness of the level of impact that our work has Mm -hmm. and I'm really starting to see a shift in our work and me personally I'm done like I mean done being 1-800 Miss Cleo yeah. I'm done with the wishy-washy. Either you fucking are on board and you are steadfast commitment and you are coming monthly or coming every other month or whatever it is. Um, I'm done just coming when you feel good mm-hmm. or you are on the ledge and you need to come. And I'm seeing that the work is pivoting to that. And why am I seeing that? Because these last three months have honestly felt like 50 fucking years in the level of the rise, the work, the things that are happening, the way people are birthing out. And just me as Coco and my team beside me, the levels that we're moving up into to help you guys rise, it is not to be taken lightly. And it's... It's here to help you guys really birth out who you truly are and change. And the amount of people that have come to session and sat down and been like, I've spent 10 years in talk therapy. Mm -hmm. I've been going to doctors. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. And nothing has ever worked but this shows the level of impact of my purpose, my team's purpose. And then as a byproduct of that, all of you. And I'm done. I'm really done. I'm ready to, it's blueprint moving forward shortly. And that is it. And if you're willy nilly it and you're fucking talking about it, Coco's done because I see right through it. And then the guides whipped me a new one when I went in today and kind of said that that is lack of better words. They said it's getting ridiculous out there mm-hmm. with the avoidance um, and the excuses and the imagery they said was the birds on the power pine, mm-hmm. power um, power line. Power lines, yeah. So I'm going to kind of just give that to you because it's kind of foggy with me how they explain that. Are you able to? Yeah. So basically, you know, like, oh, when you're on a, a highway, not anymore because the power lines are underground, but way back when, or if you think back in movies, there's like those really big power lines. Like in front lines, of our house. We yeah, on either side of a highway, right? Yeah. And you <clears> see all the birds that sit on that highway or on the power line. So basically there's two power lines and we're going to talk about, let's just say the one on the right, for example, that power line is where your higher self hangs out. This is the new technology. Okay. So this is like the power lines that are feeding from the wind energy. Like this Mm -hmm. is new earth. Good shit. Okay. So that's where your, your, your higher self is hanging out and it's standing on those power lines being like, I'm here, I'm here. The power lines on the left that's where we're currently sitting, okay? Mm-hmm. This is the this is the old power. This is probably coming from the coal plant. It's not shiny. It's not new. And honestly, it's crumbling. Mm-hmm. It breaks down. People need to come and they need to fix it. On that power line are all these little birdies. 
all the birdies, lack of better words, are your flies. They're all mm-hmm. your distractions. They're all the things that we don't want to look at that are stopping us from jumping over that highway to the new power. Mm-hmm. So basically what we're doing is we're sitting here on this power line, looking across at our higher self on the new technology power line, being like, wow, that's great. I see that's where I'm going. I see what it looks like. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. (laughs) that I'm doing it is basically you just seeing the birds fly up and fly over to the new power line, but you're still back on the old one, people. Mm -hmm. So your awareness is you see the birds rise. You see them sitting on your old. You see them fly over. You see your higher self. You see the new technology. You have the awareness but you're not getting off the old power line, crossing the highway, and joining your higher self on the new. Mm-hmm. And that has been hitting us as a team in the face for the past nine days. Awareness <laughs> is not action. Yes. <laughs> and it has been profound. And we are seeing just radical, radical, radical rises in those who are like, terrified of themselves but they're still flapping their wings and crossing the highway and I really want to emphasize for you all to look at your awareness right now because it's slapping you in the face and how they presented it to me last night when I got done my day and I was doing work on myself was all of a sudden I was standing on this beach and this tsunami wave was coming Mm -hmm. okay All of you have a tsunami wave right now. This tsunami wave, and to be honest, I had one this morning and it was my daughter. And it was just, she's in a completely different frequency than Scott and I. She's in 3D spin, victim, you know, that whole energy. And as the way we live, that is just, it's a tsunami, Mm -hmm. okay? And I was really sitting there letting that wave come over me and come over me and come over me and feeling frustrated and feeling like I'm a prisoner in my own home and all that type of stuff. And then Scott had said to me, you're allowing that to dim your light. The awareness of that is you are allowing yourself to give control to somebody that doesn't, can't control you. You need to shine your light so fucking bright that that doesn't even exist in your world. And I was triggered by him. I was upset. I avoided him. I went in the tub. I texted Carly. I talked about it. I calmed down. And then um, as I was sitting there, laying there, I thought, oh my God, this is the analogy the guides gave me last night. Because Scott is right. When I take my power and see this awareness for what it is, all of a sudden that wave of her, that energy of her that's consuming me or so my human thinks splits in two. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm that light being that has all the control and someone else's wounds and problems are no longer my distraction because that's Mm -hmm. what she is, is a distraction. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, there's that door. And that door for all of us is starting to appear on Sunday. Okay? And I cannot emphasize. There's not enough language, but they were giving me words like biblical last night, and I had to Google. Biblical? (laughs) And that means an epic force. Yes. It also, they gave me words, if you read my post, they said tectonic, Mm -hmm. meaning like that. The plates are shifting, people. Yes, and that is this energy of March. And Scott is to my right, and he's yawning Mm 24-7. Everybody, (laughs) let's wake him up. Wake him up. Wake up. I'm awake. I'm listening. (laughs) So this energy... A yawn is just a lack of oxygen to the brain, Yes, Coco. you guys, he's tapped in. <laughs> um, 
So what's happening is this force is so profound that even the guides said to us before we came in, there's not enough language right now to give you guys for what is going to take place past the spring equinox into April, May, and June. It's that ready, set, go, and that go energy bleeds out, okay? But what is happening in this week right now is of an epic proportion because the awareness is so high and either you are letting that wave consume you Mm -hmm. or you are all of a sudden letting your light shine, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's very confusing for a lot of you guys, I feel, because Scott also pointed out earlier that a lot of people use the language as a buffer, A lot of people use the awareness that they get and then they fall back onto the language. So I know using our daughter as an example, she knows the language. She lives with us. So she'll be like, well, my self-worth wound is stopping me from doing this. Or, you know, and you'll notice people use this language over and over. Well, I have that awareness, but I can only take action in X, Y, and Z scenarios. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's time, you guys, it's time for all of you to get a butt spanking, basically, (laughs) like Carly said, because what the fuck are you listening to this for? What the fuck are you doing anything for if you're not here to move into who you are? Ask yourself that. Why do you listen to our podcast every single week? They like the sound of my voice? Uh, My singing. (laughs) I would just like... Well, really? Yeah. Well, the, Why I, is that shocking to you that nobody hears Scott and I? No, but I want people to reflect on this. I want them to see, like, what is your... what are Where are you trying to go? What is the awareness showing you? Why do you listen to the podcast? Where? What is the awareness behind that? Is it a coping mechanism? Is it a fly? Is it... A band-aid? A band-aid? And... The thing that we were talking about before we got onto the podcast here, we were mentioning it was um, like the language. People get lost in the language and the in how the language of being spiritual can be very vague, not <laughs> vague, <laughs> vague. Sorry, and um, yeah, like drop the language and be specific. Nothing is more frustrating. And I listen to people talk lots and I talk to a lot of people. It's like, oh, uh, you can hear them using the language. It's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're literally almost using the language as dance steps to dance around the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be direct, be honest, be, be outright. Quit using like the language as a tool to kind of like deflect what you actually mean and just say what you literally actually mean. Mm-hmm. If I, I mean, I've walked away from people being like, I have no idea what was going on. And I've walked away confused. Well, to be clear is to be kind. Mm-hmm. I always say that, right? Because if you leave there enough room for interpretation, it can completely skew the entire point of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Causing possibly pain or obviously confusion for an individual that's within that conversation. And that's not kind. Yeah. And we were just talking about this before we got on because we were talking about our journeys and because I am the one that is remembering all this information and then teaching and mentoring for sure in my journey, um, 
everything has come from me. People ask me all the time, like, do you know so-and-so? Do you know this? Do you know that? And I said, honestly, I don't know a fucking thing. I don't know. Somebody asked me about human design yesterday. I said, I have no idea, but I can talk about it because I can get the download about what it's about Mm -hmm. and give you information. But other than that, I don't know anything because it has been me, Coco, remembering my work and birthing it out. And then those that resonate are doing that work as well, including Scott and Carly. So we were talking about our core wounds. We've, we actually have no idea the three of us where they sit on our body. We don't know what our symptom was because back three years ago, we just got knowledge of our core wounds and it never did. And as we healed as a team and continued to do our work behind the scenes with us, we, yes, use the language at times like Scott, we always say, Scott, that's your rejection wound. But our conversations, if you guys were a fly on the wall, is very much direct like Mm -hmm. this. It's very much, we don't sprinkle it in with the language at all. It's very much that conscious team conversation. It's very much, that's how our healing was. It was, it was very much black and white in that sense. Mm -hmm. And I'm noticing a lot of people that are coming up, especially from the 4D spin, where to be honest, I feel like me specifically, I hung out there for like a hot minute. I gained my language from myself. I did not gain it from the 4D spin. But the people who have been in the 4D spin for months, years, days, that, I noticed that they, it's like a fucking seasoning salt. They literally just sprinkle it around constantly, but it's not, nothing is changing. Like absolutely nothing is changing. The people who say that they're taking action, the people that say that they're doing it, It goes back to what Scott always says to me. If you're great at something and you're doing something, you don't talk about it. And I think us as a team really embody that for you guys because we just are. We just are. And that awareness is hitting us all in the face right now. Big time. I think it always has got to go to um, once you get that awareness, like take the action. Mm -hmm. You know, when when something is, is going on and you become acknowledged to it, like maybe you like maybe you're driving, you can't do something specific, but like like pull over, write it down so you don't forget it. Like where where's the follow up? Where's the follow through? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh I'm you know, I've got all the food I've I I got I bought all the food I want to start my diet on Monday. And then Monday comes and you still haven't started your diet even though you went out and you've bought all the food. Like there has to be some sort of like like action involved in order to start to like to really start changing. Well, I'm going to say this, and I know that this is going to hit people in the soft spot, but I think it really needs to talk. We really need to talk about it. This is an example of what Scott's saying. I get DMs all the time. Coco, I need to book in. Coco, I should book in. And I honor those DMs and I have conversations with you about them. But ask yourself, why are you telling me? that you need to book in. But then when I go and look at my schedule, cause I actually don't even look at my schedule till the day of, cause I don't want to access anybody's energy. Your name then isn't on there. Mm-hmm. And that is awareness for whoever this is triggering or awareness for any of you. Why do you feel the need to tell me that you're going to book in? Just come. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, right. Let's, like, let's, right. Let's, let's put it in a real world example. Yeah. No one calls a doctor's office and be like, Hey, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not feeling well, I'm not feeling well, so I I, sh- I, mean, I should think about making and making an appointment. But I'm not yeah. going to do that right now. But I'm not going to do that right now. It's like no, you usually call a doctor's office and you come in. Yes. So that way you can handle the problem then because you're not feeling well. Make the appointment. You make the appointment. You make the action. 
And the awareness that I'm giving to everybody about this is, of course, DM me. I don't care. I'm just bringing the awareness to you. Are you DMing me to say you need to book in in hopes that you're going to get something from me in that DM in hopes that you then don't have to come and have a session? That's awareness for you, right? I can't mentor in DMs. It is a disservice to everybody involved. Mm -hmm. My impact is in person and that comes with distance and in person, as is the entire team. But you guys are jipping yourself when you're not taking action or you're fluffing it with, say, I'm going to come and book in. You're you're doing that across your life then. Mm -hmm. You're making yourself have harder journeys than it needs to. If you would just commit and stay committed, then this awareness would stop hitting you in the face because the awareness you get is just going to be the awareness of your rise versus the awareness of you staying the same. And a lot of that comes, and I keep saying that a lot this podcast, what it is is almost like we're going to use a thousand words to describe something when we could get away with five. Yeah. Because we're going to like try and make it seem bigger or more scarier or just kind of blow it out of proportion a little bit when literally we could say say it with five words because we're not really trying to say it at all. So we've got to use a lot of words. The more words we use, the more confusion we use. So literally like why say more words when less words? I can't remember how that quote goes. Well, well the more words, what it is is you're, <laughs> you're beating around the bush literally. Why? Because you're causing a distraction. Because you want your point to be heard, but you don't want to deal with the consequences well, you, you of when want, it's then heard. You want to justify your point. Literally. Yeah, yes. we're trying to justify mm-hmm. what I'm feeling rather than just like, this is what I'm feeling. Well, but then why are you justifying? Because you don't want to deal with the consequences of what you're feeling if it's quote unquote negative to the person you're justifying it to. Well, it goes to what I posted the other day. We find the excuses to support the feelings we have, to continue, then wrap our entire being around it. Period. Like, do people understand that? Do we need to break that down? Well, that like like a 3D example of that is like with with people that lie a lot. You start Mm -hmm. to like think that your lies are the truth. Yes. Because you just keep telling yourself the same story over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. It's the same thing with what we're talking about here. Well, and then like I think we've talked about it, Scott, um, just like looking at our family and stuff and people who are like really scared of COVID, for example, they have a fear of dying because you had this conversation with your parents on the phone the other day. They're going on about (laughs) how they're going to get a vaccine because they're so scared of potentially dying. And Scott looks at them dead on FaceTime and he says, are you still smoking? And they don't have a response to that. So let's just break that down. They have a feeling based on the fear out in the world that they've now developed that the COVID is the problem Mm -hmm. to then wrap their entire identity around COVID versus the fact that they've been unhealthy for 30 years. Well, yeah, like they've been smoking and they say they've been talking about like quitting smoking for, oh, I think it's got to be over 10 years now. Like they're going to quit. And then it again goes down to like, oh, well, are you guys exercising? Well, no. The, oh, it's cold out or we live in Saskatchewan or I'm tired from work. And they have all the excuses. But COVID is what scares them. Mm-hmm. How many people die a year from, you know, tobacco use? And how many people die a year from just like like exercise, like from unexercise related activities? There's so many different things. But this is what we're going to attach to because this is the, the thing that I feel like I can control when you have all these other things in your life that you can't control as well. We're using this as a distraction not to move forward. 
100%. So that same quote that I just gave, a lot of you guys use it on your, on your spiritual journey right now. You have a feeling and then you wrap your entire identity around it. And I don't know if anyone on the team has an experience, um, an example that they could give anybody right now, but it definitely is happening. Well, let's go with, I mean, oil field. Being a rigger is, is a culture. It's an identity. Mm-hmm. And then you wrap everything in your life around that identity. And that just popped in my head because I was out today wandering around, just kind of killing time. And I walked into Mark's work warehouse and I was going through like all the clothes, the t-shirts and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, like I miss rigging because that was like my identity. Yeah. I could, you know, the cool shirts with the like reflective stripes on it, like the cool looking boots, the jackets. It was easy to buy stuff in order to fulfill that identity. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm out of it and I don't like, I'm not even in construction stuff anymore. I still like the boots, but I don't buy them because why am I buying the boots? But if we go down to the, the actual root of this, Scott's feeling was loneliness of rejection, of not having that sense of community of even having those friends really. Right. And all of a sudden he went into rigging. So because he had that feeling, then he justified that whole culture and that low vibe culture and wrapped his entire identity around it, you know, and that is, there's bombs coming through me left and right. If you've been on my Instagram lately, like I'm just downloading left and right. And right now, even sitting here right now, I have so many fucking energy behind me and it's like, it's like an army wall. I don't even know how to explain it right now. It's like an army. It's like Janine vibes, like Carly. Yes, like, Janine. Like very much metallic energy just sitting behind me. Are they wearing like, a spiky jacket? No. Oh, too bad. But they're all behind me just being like, wake up, everybody. Like the longer you sit on your thumb and spin, the longer new earth is waiting for you. And we need you. Exactly. And that's why we're being so heavy on this today and the awareness of this today. What is stopping you? Fear. Yes, we get that. Lack. All that stuff. But you are needed. Hence why you listen to this podcast. At the very, very essence, going back to the question of why I asked you you listened, is because it resonates for you in some way, shape, or form. There's codings in our work, frequencies of why you're here. But then ask yourself, what are you doing past the podcast? What are you doing past things? Are you thinking you're taking action by listening to the podcast? Yes, we put out free content. We have the magazine. We have our Instagrams. We have so much coming on, but that's not going to heal you inherently. You have to take the action and the combination of the action and the energy is profound because literally if every single one of you right now took the awareness that is hitting you on the face on that bird line Mm -hmm. and actually got out of your own way and started to fly every single person listening today would be integrated into their higher self within one linear time that is how fast this is happening yet a large majority of people are just Human beings dabbling in their light when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. And what did Becca say last podcast? Dilly dabbler? Yeah, no, you're uh, dabbling. I don't know. You're a dabbler. It's same, same, yeah. Again, and I got to quit using that. <laughs> Pick your light being. Yes. What people, and I mean, 
I try and stress this when I have conversations with, I know, with Megan, with our daughter and with other people. It's like, you have to do the work, but I will support you through like mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. You want to walk across the desert? I will walk across the desert naked with you, but I cannot drag you across the desert. Yeah. And I will help you get across that desert the best of my abilities, but you have got to walk with me. Mm -hmm. And that's where we need to have like that, that, that better commitment, together. That, that, that commitment. We are better together. Mm -hmm. Be true to yourself. Don't dabble. Stop dabbling. Well, and when you dabble, it gets very confusing for very your thinking mind. Very. And that's what stops a lot of people is because you feel like, no, sorry, I'm going to change that. You think that you have to understand everything. Okay. Sometimes things are just meant to be felt and it ends there. Don't make a mountain out of a molehill when it comes to this stuff either, because that's what ties back to using the language to all these things. Just sometimes you just got to be direct and clear with yourself and just maybe you don't understand something and that's okay. Well, and I mean, it goes back to um, something that Tara, who's on Soul Print, said to you, and I'd like yeah. you to share that. Hi, Tara. And I think <laughs> this is really amazing. Um, when she really said, wow, when I started soul print, I really saw what you mean by doing the work Yeah, because that this really plays into what you just said. Yeah, so go ahead and share it. If we were to say doing the work, often what comes to mind to people and what actually creates fear is they think we're talking about those big, huge monumental human steps, yeah. AKA breaking up with a partner, quitting a job. You know, all of these different things, like not talking to my mom anymore. Yes, sometimes those are needed on your journey to clear out. But what doing the work actually means, it's that second by second awareness of what's going on internally. Mm -hmm. And that can become overwhelming. And that's what we mean by challenging and by doing the work. It's like all of a sudden you get a knee ache. That knee ache isn't just a knee ache anymore. No. Now you're going internal. You're trying to figure out what was I thinking about? Is that my wound or is that an overlay? Is that from a timeline? What did I do today? What were my thoughts? That spin, quote unquote, is what becomes the work. It's not making these crazy human actions, which sometimes are needed. It's the second by second controlling of the ego and of the spin. That's the work. And once you start doing the work, and especially when you enter into the frequency, the air supply of planet Coco, you automatically are no longer fucking human. Yeah. Like literally we're doing light quantum work 24 seven. And so if you're fighting your humans still, it gets so hard. Well, and you're not going to figure any of this out no. by thinking or being human. No, it just, you just can't. It's like apples and oranges, like literally not the same thing. They're both fruits. But they're not the same thing. Well, and it's like I've been saying in session the last few weeks, like literally you hit the borderlines of, of like sanity, I think, or insanity. Either it's or. It's either or. Border. Yeah, you hit this border <laughs> where you're like, I know in my journey, I would come out to Scott and be like, I don't fucking know, but like someone just did fucking surgery on me. Like, am I losing it? And I don't even know if I shared with that with him right away. Now that is so normal in my life that we have conversations about everything. We, we laugh and giggle sometimes because our conversations behind the scenes, there is no room for thinking, thinking. or logic or trying There's to no, justify. No, at all. 
Period. But the proof is in the pudding because you then see the results of those surgeries. Yes. Whereas if you were to sit there and try and think about, okay, am I crazy? Were aliens actually in here? No, they weren't. That's a figment of my imagination. And you go down that spiral, you're making it so hard on yourself. Yeah, and I feel I feel like a lot of the battle right now with this wave that's happening with people is the real flip that's taking place and the acceptance of like the human is dying and then there's a lot of you guys that are still clinging and avoiding, hence the dabbling. And why this wave energy is so profound is it's going to be so engulfing this week into next week that you either are going to turn around and start running and saying, I can't take it anymore, which is my exact language this morning about our daughter. I said to Scott, I can't fucking take it anymore. I didn't sign up for this. You know, I even use language like Scott, I have the energy where I fucking hate you for bringing this into my world. Right. And what was that? You guys, that's the wave of the energy that just became so overwhelming. And I was about to turn around and be like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but maybe I'll go live in Carly's like guest bedroom to just cope kind of thing. Instead of turning around and being like, wait, no, I got this, right? And that's happening with all of you guys at some level where it's like that wave is coming and it's overtaking you and you either split it or you're going to run. And if you split it, this next three linear months are going to feel like the guys just keep saying, even in session, like you're going to feel like you're buzzing. I don't even know the word. Like, You're going to feel your light body, period. But if you're in the middle, it's going to be really, really, really challenging. Let's just go back to some basics. If you're struggling with things right now and you're fighting your light being and you're trying to think things through, what are some basics that we can go back and remaster? We are the watchers of our lives. Mm -hmm. Pull yourself back. Observe what you're doing, observe what you're feeling, observe what's being said to you and what you are saying. Mm -hmm. Get back to those basic beginner steps, practice them. That is where the work is really done. Mm -hmm. It's, you can think about it, but then it's like, okay, why am I thinking about it this way? I know in regards to my daughter, I had a moment and I was like really processing things. I'm like, what am I really mad actually about? It's not so much like, yeah, like she took the car and she went out for supper and she's just joyriding around because that's a teenage thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm not mad about that. And I had to actually kind of break it down and observe and feel and try and come at it from as many different perspectives as I could. And that's what I was lying in bed doing. And what did it come down to, Scott? Share it for the people so they could understand. Oh, I would have to get into the whole entire like like backstory of it and yeah. really get into but it. But the gist of it. But the is- gist of it is is just like, uh, what was the gist of it? God, you, you dropped that bomb on me. I wasn't ready to go there. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but the gist of it is is just like observe yourself. The work is observing yourself. Pull back to like, and it's been a few episodes since we've talked about like that the Super Mario world mm-hmm. and, the, and the video games. Go back to like that. That's what we're practicing. And I'm going to interrupt here and because Scott can't be put on the spot clearly, <laughs> is 
Scott's example is really good for all of you. So initially, you know, he was, we were really having a moment there um, that she was out for supper with her friend and we paid for it all and she doesn't do anything. And there's a whole bunch of backstory here. But the gist of it is, is when Scott rose up and looked at his game, he realized that his frequency has been high his entire life and he has always been naturally in a different air supply and higher than everyone in his life. Because of that, people have then rejected him. So he has, you know, sibling um, trauma and then his parents rejected that whole situation. He has two ex-wives. His son um, moved to live with his mom. And then what hit the nail on the head on Friday was he's like, my daughter on her 18th birthday rejected me. And he's like, I've just really hit me that I've been rejected my whole life. But then as he went deeper, all of the sudden, it's like, no, Scott, people have been rejecting you based on frequency, but now you're just beginning to see the profoundness of your light. And Scott, as his mentor and also as his partner, I can confirm in the conversation and the awareness that we've had as a team the last few days Scott is really starting to accept the impact he has as a light being because he's never seen it the way he's seeing it now. So just being in Scott's presence, if you have been in Scott's presence, you can confirm that he doesn't have to say a fucking word to you and you think that he's judging you, right? Or you think that he, because he witnesses, right? Carly, speak to that. And he can't understand that because Scott's like, what? I don't say anything. Well, no, that's but he's why, so used to being rejected. That's why we call him wound pinger. Yes. Because just his presence and his frequency, and you just know that whatever he's about to say is going to impact you. And so, like, your ego just gets nervous around <laughs> Scott. You're like, uh, don't, dad, I don't, wound pinger. Yes. But... What's really interesting then, though, is when he does drop those bombs or you get, like, that hit of, like, recognition from him, it it impacts you a lot more than that fear that is invoked in you, if that makes sense. It's not fear. That's the wrong word. No. You know what I'm saying in Mm -hmm. terms of, like, your ego. It's your ego's fear. So this is an example for everybody because Scott, even now, is giving me the face and the look because this is (laughs) what... He doesn't get it. (laughs) Because this is what he's going through, you guys. This is his current lair and it all started with the distraction of his daughter and then the feelings of that and then now it's down like Carly said to me earlier our daughter is his kahuna fly and then there's the layers below it to get what I just dumped down exactly right and so this is why we're saying that the awareness is just over the top right now And you guys really have to realize that you're not alone. And that's why I started off this podcast with the impact of our work, whether we're the ones that resonate with you or not, but why are you walking this alone? Like, what is stopping you? Like, to me, it's so hard to process. Well, and this is the thing too, and I don't want this to scare anyone. I don't know if that's the right word, but as soon as you start doing the work, it's very hard to stop. But Mm -hmm. very easy to dabble. Yes. And so... Okay, say that again. That is profound. Yeah. When you start doing the work, it's very hard to stop doing the work, but very easy to dabble because that's convenient, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is when you dabble, you're kind of telling the universe that you're like 50% stopping. (laughs) And so then it like 100% tries to like make you keep going and... 
as humans, we learn through pain. Yes. And so if you're dabbling, it's going to get hard for you because you can't really go back. And so the universe mm-hmm. is there to support you and to push you forward. And the only way you're really going to listen, unfortunately, is through pain or challenges. Mm-hmm. And I just want to emphasize everything that we're saying. And the reason why we're saying this is it's because of this army of energy that's on my back right now being like, and to be honest, I feel like it's every single person that's listening's, you know, higher self just being like, you know, Coco, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Tell the people. And like, even like everybody has their own ascension journey. Everybody has their own thing, but the overarching energy is the same. Like I'm going to use somebody like Dirk Work, for example. He all of a sudden birthed out his higher self, Okay. And that was like really random to me. I didn't even know he was really doing it behind himself. (laughs) He didn't have to use me as a portal to do it. Okay. Now, all of you guys, if you're looking at his work and you're like, wow, quote unquote, he made it. He's here. No, he was just here for a 5D mentoring session. And I was like, great, Dirk. Like, this is amazing that you birthed it out. But now that you've done that, now we have the pivot where we got to focus on your healing again, Mm -hmm. because he still has density, tons of layers that he got to go through. And he's like, okay, you're right, Coco. Yeah. And now he's dedicated to that. As you can see, everyone's path is different, but it's also similar in the own thing. Mm -hmm. And you do get to a pivot point, but you still maintain your frequency. There's so much going on. Mm -hmm. So much. But if you feel like you're not moving, ask yourself why. If you're saying it's an awareness month, okay, and you're telling people it's an awareness month, are you truly looking at the awareness? What awareness is hitting you in the face right now? And I want to prep the team right now, and I'm going to ask them to tell me one to two things of awareness that you guys have been seeing in the last eight or nine days in our world to give as the examples to the community so that they can look at themselves. Okay. So I'm going to start. I have two. Do I need to give you guys a breather? Does everybody, they're like, they're looking at me like, I I know what I can say as awareness. Yeah. But I also feel like we've really hit home with everybody around what that is. And if I'm going to dive into this, it's another, it's another time. Like it's, it's, it's going people in their sessions. We'll get it. Let's just say that, what the awareness is. So we don't want to bring up awareness examples for people. Oh, no, that's fine. I mean, my... No, you could do it. Just I'm not bringing up my examples. Okay. Yeah, so like my awareness is just like the impact that I have on people. Mm -hmm. That because I'm so solid in who I am and just so comfortable being me, how that impacts people. Yes. And I would just like to point out like one of the things that I really use in my own day-to-day action is I generally don't have a lot of thoughts, but if something, (laughs) I don't, I don't, you guys laugh, but like, I feel like my mind is mostly blank most of the time. If something is really going on and bothering me, you can tell, you can tell when it's, when he, I I have, I'm having a conversation with myself Mm -hmm. and I'm asking myself, like, it's like, my light being is having a conversation with my ego Mm -hmm. and we're discussing and we're learning and we're debating and we're going back and forth. And that's how I am like understanding things and breaking things down, observing things. That's me being the witnesser to what's going on. And I do a lot of that while I'm like, like walking or biking or hiking. So that way then like my, my body 
is kind of like occupied with doing those movements. And that kind of frees up my mind in order to kind of tackle like what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. That's what's working for me. And that's one of the things that I've noticed like has really helped me. Mm -hmm. If I'm really stuck on something, I can just kind of go for a walk, like vacuum out the brain a little bit and just kind of have those conversations with myself as they appear. Mm -hmm. And that's basic, like, like that's like, grade one, we'll say grade one, kindergarten kind of level stuff is always, you can always go back to the basics and master them, mm -hmm. right? Like there's a Chinese proverb that says, you know, fear the man that, not, that doesn't practice 10,000 kicks, fear the man that practiced one kick 10,000 times. Yeah. You can always go back to the basics and get better, get a different grasp on it, see things a little bit differently. We think we always like in order to advance, it has to be more complicated. Yeah. But really, the more advanced something is, it, we simplify it. We get better at the simpler movements and we get better at them. And that allows us to better tackle the more complex issues because we've gone back to remaster the basics. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring up one because okay. I was spiky and I know that I was spiky, but this is a spiky podcast and people <laughs> need to hear spiky sometimes. Okay. But bringing it back, like kind of piggybacking off what you just said, Scott, is for me, the awareness is power of presence. Okay. So the power of being present when we get in our heads, we are not present. And that is the root of a lot of people's spins is they try and overthink or they pull from a past or they know where they're going and they want to know the how. If you can just be present and be present in your body and feel what's going on mm -hmm. and not pull from external, not pull from the past, present, sorry, past, future, all that, if you can just be present in that moment you're making it a lot easier. I on think yourself. that's been a huge awareness uh, for you. Yes. This, right? Yeah. Yes. These last... be, be able mm -hmm. to observe. Yeah. Observe yourself. I think you two have had huge conversations about this the yes. last nine days. Oh, I'm, we're I'm seeing... way up in Carly's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, mm, no, you're not. Even though you're here daily. Okay. Yeah. Even though I pretty much live But here. I think that that is very, a huge one, Carly. And I think you and Scott, that's been your guys' big kahuna the last mm -hmm. nine days too. Lots of conversation about that mm -hmm. is people just don't have the awareness well, we, we forget about the basics. Yeah. That's what it is. We, yeah. we forget about the basics because we're always looking for like the more advanced thing, the more higher teaching, you know, we forget that like advanced calculus and um, what's rocket science. It's still math. It's still like <laughs> two plus two, you know, like it's a little bit more, obviously it's a little bit more complicated, but you still have to understand addition and subtraction and multiplication. Like the stuff you yeah. learn in elementary school in order to do rocket like astrophysics. Well, all it's these basics. Exactly. And all these things, it's like you don't have the colors of the rainbow without your three primary colors. Yeah. So your big, we always think that our big breakthroughs are going to be these massive, magical things that you see in movies when really it's like if you can just master the basics, you're mastering it. Yeah. And that kind of goes to my awareness. Um, and my awareness has been... <sighs> It has been um, probably the biggest awareness, like I said, that I've had since I've come into Coco and really owning my stuff. And it goes back to, I've really accepted and seen the awareness this, this week that we are just not going to be for everybody. Mm -hmm. And soul print work is life changing. And no matter, even if you are coded to us, even though you are here for new earth, 
you just might not be ready right Mm -hmm. now. So there is other mentors, there's other things, there is so much in the 40 spin for you to learn the basics, as Scott said. Because when you get over here in the world of Coco, everything is feeling based. And if you don't know the basics of that, or you're ready to surrender to that, you're really gonna struggle in our world. Mm -hmm. You are. Mm -hmm. And it comes down to the fact of, I have been really brought so much awareness this week of how solid I am at, I am in myself and also that it never has anything to do with me. I am literally mm-hmm. just the portal for all of you. I can give you all the information. What I can access is actually quite stupid if we really look <laughs> at it. It really is. But the impact that I've seen, you know, there's one little quick story I'm going to share about somebody on Soul Print who's a teacher. And in one of her sessions, she was talking about how ADHD, she asked, she said, hey, Coco, is that energy? And I said, yeah, it is. And I gave her the whole breakdown of what it is um, in kids. And then she goes, okay, well, I have a kid in my class. And I said, give me a second. So I was able to portal his energy to her. And I said, create these pets on the desk. They're called desk pets to her, whatever she labeled them. And around the age of grade three is when kids develop their ego. And I said, that kid's quote unquote ADHD is coming from his ego starting to form. Mm -hmm. So she really took that and she created these desk pets. And then she messaged me a couple days later and she was so shook. She had resistance at first to bring Mm -hmm. it to the class because that's what always happens when it's higher self purpose. And she said, this kid has radically turned. And like, I get emotional about it because the impact that she had on that kid because she's doing the work with us and really moving into her higher self is what matters to me. So my awareness in the last nine days is Coco, it takes a lot to push me because I'm the most compassionate you can get in my security (laughs) and everybody has to really whip me a new one sometimes because I will give and I'll give and I'll give. But I personally am here to help raise the consciousness of humanity and change the world. And after yesterday's session and everything I've seen in the last nine days, I am being the fork that's putting it down in the fucking earth and saying either you're on or you're off. And I'm no longer by the time falls coming, taking on dabblers. I am not because my gift and my purpose and my team and the people that are coming on grid is fucking phenomenal. And we are here to eradicate disease, change humanity. And no, we are not understood in 3d and that's okay. But we are here in ways that is going to crack open the world. And I'm getting really heated and emotional about it, even talking about it, because my awareness has hit an all-time high. And that's it. That's it. And it all goes back to the basics, like Scott and Carly are talking about, and the power of presence. And, you know, I've had lifetimes of training to get here, so it's very easy for me to talk and say, oh, well, I don't know how, you know... Well, I didn't hang out in the 4D mm-hmm. spin. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you got to. Sometimes you got to. And like Scott always says, you know, you got to go and out of orbit a bit to then come back into orbit to appreciate how good orbit was. Mm-hmm. And I really just want to wrap up this podcast. And I want you guys to sit with this. I want you guys to hear this. I want you to look, whether you're being mentored by us or you're being mentored by others, stay in one fucking lane. Pick a mentor. Pick something that sticks and resonates with you and stay in that lane. Notice the awareness. 
And another thing that came up to me, and the guides had brought it too, and I'm just going to touch on that briefly, is I did a post on the weekend. I got this huge download about social media. Because somebody who once knew me once upon a time blocked all 12 of our accounts. And we don't even interact with this person. And it just came into my awareness. I was told that this happened. And I'm like, what the fuck? And this person teach spiritual teachings. And I'm like, this is crazy to me. This awareness is just blowing my mind. That you are sitting here blocking all of us because you're triggered by our work. Because you wish it was you. And then you go and put everybody else in a spin. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So I got this huge, it's their wounds, and I shouldn't call it crazy, it's their wounds. So then I got this huge download in the tub about social media, okay? And I really downloaded it. And then the guides came to me again and said, and notice the people who liked it or who shared it on their stories. Did they actually take any action from that? Ask yourself this. Did you go and look at who you follow? Did you go and take the words that were really written? This is me bringing awareness to all of you. This is the action that me and the team live and embody. Like Carly, I think I checked, she has 300 and some followers. Carly used to have... Oh, that I'm following. Yeah, sorry, following. Carly used to have 2,000. And she got (laughs) smacked in the face two years ago and has taken action. So when you read my posts or any mentor's posts or anyone in 4D, do you just double tap? Do you just share? Or are you reading it and actually taking the presence to act upon it? Because that post should have triggered a lot of you to look at who you're following and who is in your energy space. Because I said, I empower you to see the awareness behind that. And did you? Ask yourself that. Because this is Coco bringing you the awareness. Because everybody is so busy and so not present Mm -hmm. that if you say you're spiritual, then start embodying it and start doing this work. And like Scott said, go back to the basics. And the basics starts with who's in your energy field? Who's clouding? What is is your energy field? Period. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Anybody to add anything before we go? (laughs) Uh, No. No, I think that was good. (laughs) Well, you guys met the Coco that we all know. Yes. So take it all in. And you know what? I have no apologies if I triggered the shit out of anyone. And I empowered you to re-listen to the podcast and see what is pinging at you. Mm -hmm. Because you all say you love us because we're fucking real. Well, this is real for you. This is real. We didn't get to this state of being by sugarcoating. Well, let's 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 end on a sugar-coated note. Yes. And let's just soft. We'll just soft <laughs> soften the ending here because I feel. Sensei. Sensei. Sensei Scott. Sensei Scott. Well, I feel like when you come on too strong, which maybe we have come on this episode very strong, which is a good thing, and people will be like, "Well, I'm doing the work," blah blah blah, and get defensive or fuck them <laughs> or fuck unfollow, them. Unfollow. Unfollow. Yeah. Or, Unsubscribe. Or whatever it is, go back to this. We will help you yes. cross that desert with you. We just can't drag you. Mm-hmm. We will like... Do everything. Everything that we can. 
any time of the day if you need us to, but and in support of you. But you've got to do the work. And you've got to want it. That's part of doing the work. And part of wanting it is we will help you get to where you want to be as long as you want to get there. And let me tell you, all of you guys standing behind me right here want to because the pressure is profound. I might even need to have a bath. <laughs> <laughs>